This is In the Arena, the Colorado Concern podcast that explores the intersection of business and politics. I'm your host, Mike Kopp. I'm so pleased to be joined today by Dan Nordberg. Dan is the Regional Administrator of Region 8 Small Business Administration. Um, The Small Business Administration is going to be central uh, to the recovery efforts that the federal government is now in the middle of doing. So we wanted to get this information out um, to our employers so they they can familiarize themselves with the process. We'll dive into that um, here in this conversation. But I do want to say, Dan, thank you so much for joining us. Some some of our um, members and others listening to this will will recognize your name uh, as a former Colorado legislator and, and longtime um, congressional staff member. Um, so thank you for joining us on this call today, Dan. Hey, no, thank you, Mike. Appreciate the time to have me. Um, Dan, um, maybe what we could do is provide a little bit of context here uh, about the SBA. Um, I, I do want to get into uh, some of the things that I've heard uh, from Senator Gardner, um, specifically about what they anticipate the legislation, the new legislation that they're negotiating literally right this moment. It's about one o'clock, two o'clock on Thursday, um, and it's going to put uh, your your administration um, right in the middle of the implementation of all of this. Um, to help people understand the, that flow a little bit, I think it would be great to understand a little bit of the, the context, and then we can dive into what you might anticipate uh, to be the ways that you're going to be engaging small businesses around the issue of liquidity and, and other factors like that. So could you do that for us? Yeah, sure, Mike. And, and just for a little bit of context on the Small Business Administration, our mission is to serve America's over 30 million small business owners. So how do we do that? I think first and foremost, people are probably most familiar with our access to capital programs. Um, SBA provides loan guarantees with partnership with private lenders to really provide access to capital to uh, aspiring entrepreneurs that may not otherwise be eligible for conventional financing. So that's certainly a big part of what we do. The other lesser known component of the Small Business Administration is federal contracting. Annually, the federal government has a goal that 23% of all federal contracts should go to small business. But like most things with the federal government, trying to navigate and circumvent those processes can be challenging. The Small Business Administration plays a large part in helping small businesses get those contracts. Um, Counseling. Uh, We also fund in partnership with states around the country a network of counseling support services called the Small Business Development Centers. Those provide point of entry counseling for business plans, making sure that uh, entrepreneurs have their their plans scrutinized, awareness of regulatory environments, tax structure, all things that business owners really need to have an understanding before they actually move forward with their plan. SBA is very much at the forefront of that. but last but certainly not least, and, and one component that we are very much involved in and, and certainly is applicable to the situation now is disaster assistance. Uh, whether it's been wildfires, uh, hurricanes, tornadoes, SBA has and has been relied upon to come in and support communities, especially local business owners that have been impacted by those events. And that's certainly where we find ourselves today with coronavirus. 
coronavirus. We have been certainly front and center in terms of the president and what he hopes for us to accomplish to help small businesses during this difficult time. And I imagine we'll be focused on this for the immediate future. Dan, I am looking at some uh, language from Senator Gardner uh, and it's, it's, it's draft legislation um, in, it's draft legislative language in nature. And I know that um, your organization, SBA, is going to be waiting for the Congress to give you instruction, to give you the resources um, that you're gonna need to take on um, all of these new and, and very major um, endeavors in the coming weeks and months, as you indicate. Um, I, I guess as I say that, I should, I should double check that what I just said is accurate with you. No, Mike. It, look, I think that's exactly accurate. Um, it, this is a very fast and evolving situation, and certainly Congress is in session right now trying to figure out what next steps they can do to help small business owners. Um, I would be remiss if I didn't mention one recent action that they took that very much impacted our agency, as well as our ability to help small business owners across the country. Um, just over a week and a half ago, they passed the Coronavirus Preparedness and Response Supplemental Appropriations Act. And what that did for the Small Business Administration, it allowed us to provide what's known as our Economic Injury Disaster Loan to businesses who have been adversely impacted by the coronavirus. As I previously mentioned earlier on, um, SBA has played an active role in disaster assistance for some time. Um, however, with this recent action by Congress, we now have authority to use our disaster response lending mechanisms to support small businesses adversely impacted by coronavirus. And that's, that's very unique. It is the, the first time certainly in our agency's history where we've ever responded to a, a pandemic event. So it is certainly an evolving process. Um, I would also be remiss if I didn't mention, uh, given that just earlier today, um, that program will be up and running here in Colorado uh, at the request of Governor Polis. He submitted an SBA disaster declaration. So that program will be online and hopefully provide some very much needed working capital to help Colorado's entrepreneurs during this difficult situation. Okay, that's really helpful to know. So before we move forward with uh, what is in drafting and, and a little bit of the conversation around that, this, that's right, this, this law, uh, this bill has been signed into law, it's now operable, you guys are moving forward with this. So what, what do business owners need to do now um, to access uh, this program that, that is now, now new on the law books here and operable in Colorado? What, what do they need to do now? You bet. Um, the first step is, let me provide the, the web address. It is an online web portal where businesses can go and apply. Um, eligibility is determined on a case-by-case -case basis. But again, these loans are designated and, and made for small businesses. Um, the loans themselves offer up to uh, $2 million in assistance. You certainly don't have to take $2 million, but up to $2 million in assistance and, and can really help small businesses with uh, you know, working capital, um, help with payroll, accounts payable, and really other bills that couldn't be, pay couldn't be paid because of the disaster's impact. So in this case, coronavirus. Uh, the interest rate 
for those, the, that loan is 3.75%. Um, it's also worth noting that the program is open to private nonprofits um, and they can, they can loan at a rate of 2.75%. In terms of the term, uh, terms go up to a maximum of 30 years. And again, that is done and determined on a case-by-case basis based upon each borrower's ability to repay. Um, some collateral is necessary, uh, up $5,000. So um, I would say a, a reasonable amount to collateralize a loan, but um, some good terms and hopefully a, a reasonable rate and something we can turn around in an expeditious manner to get working capital in these small business owners' uh, pockets. The website, the web portal is sba.gov forward slash disaster. And again, that's sba.gov forward slash disaster. Okay. That is excellent. People are going to want to pay attention to that. Um, so we, we probably don't need to say more about that at this time, at this time, but the, the big, the big bill, um, and the draft I'm looking at from Senator Gardner is called keeping workers paid and em employed act. Um, I don't know if that's what the legislation will be called at the end, but, the, but the main focus of all of this, um, clearly is to keep, employees on their employer's payroll um, rather than um, seeing them get laid off and then draw an unemployment um, insurance. That's, that's their focus. Um, that certainly aligns with what um, most of the business owners I've talked to think would be really the, the best way to do it from a business, maintaining a business continuity standpoint. Um, do you, do you have any uh, insight, Dan, into um, whether there are competing options uh, in the Congress? Uh, not asking you to take a position, but whether there's competing options in the Congress for for how these funds go out, um, or do do you think there is pretty good alignment that um, these funds are going to come out through Small Business Administration rather than you know in the form of um, Another and some other type of uh, form, I should say. Do, do you know if there's general consensus on that, or or do you have visibility on that? You know, Mike, I, I can just speak through what I'm seeing, what I'm hearing, and some of the documents that I know uh, the, the Treasury's committing to and or excuse me, submitting to the Congress. A couple different ideas, especially that may pertain to the Small Business Administration. Um, the Economic Injury Disaster Loan, which I've, I've previously referenced during our call, that is a direct loan from SBA. So that is direct from the U.S. Treasury, um, completely done by SBA. One avenue that I think a lot of members of Congress and some of the conversations that I've been party to are how can we incorporate private lenders utilizing SBA products? And so I think there's a lot of discussions right now uh, and perhaps how can we get, uh, knowing that private lenders can get cash probably out faster to these entrepreneurs than uh, the SBA can, or maybe some of our other government agencies can. Perhaps um, some possibilities I have heard are 100% uh, guarantee, 100% guaranteed loan by SBA for private lenders to do loans to entrepreneurs to help them get by and perhaps um, roll in some of their existing debt at a more preferable interest rate. Um, I've heard some policy discussions on waiving all lender fees, borrower fees 
associated with SBA products. It's just a very fluid situation. And again, I'm not taking a position, but in terms of some of the conversations I have heard, it's very much with the understanding that this is going to need to be a public-private partnership to deal with this truly unprecedented situation. And um, I, I certainly believe that to be the case. And I know there's already a number of great lending partners that are doing that and working with their customers to try and adjust terms. Um, SBA lenders are allowed to do deferments for small businesses up to six months. So it's a team effort. It's all hands on deck. And I, I think that's what you're seeing in Congress. How can we get this to be a public-private um, partnership, hopefully, to where we're dealing and addressing this situation as fast as possible? I certainly hope that that is the direction the legislation takes. Um, it, it makes much more sense to keep employees um, employed in the first instance rather than try to provide support after they become unemployed. And, and frankly, uh, these businesses are not suffering these problems through any fault of their own whatsoever. Um, they're responding to this pandemic, obviously, and, and now um, this is such a fitting, and I'll, I'll editorialize, you don't need to respond, um, but it's, it's just such a fitting um, response from our, our government to get in and um, provide this assistance. Uh, one of the terms here in this draft I'm looking at says that if employers maintain their payroll, the loans would be forgiven, which would help uh, workers to remain employed in affected small businesses and our economy to quickly snap back after the crisis. There's a lot of people speculating um, about a V-shaped recovery, which um, we can, um, I guess we can see when we get to that point. But first things first, uh, this small business assistance piece, uh, the draft I'm looking at says that would be about 300 billion and individual businesses would be able to access up to 10 million and the size of the loan would be tied to an applicant's average monthly payroll, mortgage, rent, mm -hmm. and utility payments, and other debt obligations over the previous year. And then the maximum would be would be $10 million. So um, do, uh, that bill will presumably be signed within the next 24, 48 hours, do you suppose? Yeah, I mean, from everything I've heard, the, the phase three package, which you're referencing and, and what they're currently discussing right now, um, the expectation is 24, 48 hours. Um, I, I think the, the deadline or at least the, the hopeful outcome was before the weekend. So I have not heard anything okay. in addition to that, but that, that time frame certainly rings consistent from what I've heard. Yeah, maybe we can do a follow up to this uh, as soon as we know and get that member, uh, that information pushed out to our members. But what, what steps would you expect that employers will need to take uh, to access this? Will they, will they need to work directly through SBA? Or are they going to, or lend, do you expect that lenders will be authorized and they'll, and they'll be able to just work directly with lenders? How, how do you expect that that could work? Yeah, I think, you know, this is such an evolving and fast moving process. Um, you know, one thing's for certain. Congress has authorized us uh, through the Economic Injury Disaster Loan Program to help small businesses right now. And again, that just came online today in Colorado um, to help try and get them the capital they need to, to survive for the next coming months. However, by next week, we've talked about these evolving legislative packages in Congress. I fully suspect that by next week, 
and it probably certainly would warrant a follow-up conversation that um, some of our loan programs will have changed and will have changed to incorporate how can we leverage the relationships we, that we have with our great private lending partners? Um, how can we look to make our fee structure easier so it's easier to loan money and get that capital out the door quickly? So it's an evolving process, but I think next week's going to be certainly we'll have another uh, component to discuss. That's my expectation. Okay. That's great. Um, it, you're, you're fantastic to take the time. Thank you for what you do. I know Region 8 um, comprises many states, not just Colorado, and you have a big job. Um, please let us know if we can provide any um, um, input to you of any kind. We'd be more than happy to, Dan, and um, we'll look forward to visiting with you again and certainly wish you um, a really uh, successful and, and fast implementation to, to all this, obviously. No, thank you, Mike. I appreciate the opportunity to speak to your membership and, and for the continued partnership with Colorado Concern and what you guys are doing to help the small business community. It's appreciated and look forward to a future conversation. Thanks for listening to the In the Arena podcast with Colorado Concern. I hope you'll subscribe so you can stay informed on the intersection of business and politics in Colorado. 